Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers. So today we're going to be viewing the movie The Kissing Booth. I just got to take a moment before I get into this movie. This, this movie took a lot out of me. This movie is one of the worst movies I have ever seen. And I have seen a lot of films. Emphasis on a lot. My wife and I watched this the other day. I had seen a lot of people talk about this film. And they said it was terrible. But being the glutton for punishment I am, I was like, huh. Maybe I'll give it a try. Maybe maybe it's not as bad as a lot of people have said it is. Um, they were correct. It's fucking terrible. This movie is definitely the worst film I have reviewed on this podcast. By a landslide. A while before I'd watch a film in recent memory as bad as vacation but lord has my prayers been answered with this film so that's getting into why it's the worst this film has no likable characters in fact the only character I did like didn't even have a name the character I liked is this black guy so it's based in high school all juniors and seniors and there's it doesn't really say who he is he's just this black guy that's like in every scene and his reactions to things just I liked him that's it it's just kind of like his over acting and emphasis on the way he would show emotion was entertaining just to look it was like a where's waldo for me in every scene like where is that guy there he is there he is emoting in the back over there yeah he had way better emotional uh spectrum than uh anyone else in this movie i hate everyone in this movie no one deserves anything that they get at the end of the story the main character, Shelly or L, whatever the fuck you want to call her, is one of the most unlikable characters I have ever seen in a story. I don't know who wrote this. I'm pretty sure I I've, I've heard people say that it was like written by like a high schooler or something or like a, a young college student on like Wattpad. But I. I can write better than this in my sleep. This story is fucking terrible. Does Netflix... Will Netflix just make anything that's sent their way? No one's likable in this. Not a single fucking person. The only one whose motivations somewhat make sense this movie is the main character's dad. And it's only because he doesn't want her and her best friend's older brother to be together because he knows about the reputation that the older brother has. No one's likable. Everyone acts like a complete selfish fucking asshole in this movie. And I understand that, like, you know, sometimes people's just, like, their lives socially can just fall apart sometimes. But no one acts like this in real life. No one talks this way. No one talks this obnoxiously or unrealistic. Everyone just talks in, like, memes and, like, text-to-chat shit. I hate the dialogue. And you can pretty much guess the dialogue the whole way. Because if you've seen one shitty rom-com, 
you know what's coming. You know what's going to be said. I hate it. The, she like she treats her friend Lee like shit. Lee treats her like shit because they made so they made rules when they were six years old. So they've been best friends since birth. They were born on the same day at the same time from two mothers that were also best friends. They were BFs, BFs before there there such thing as a BFF. I hate this movie. So yeah, they made rules when they were six. That he put in there not rule number nine that you can't you know like date or be with each other's relatives. But this only only connects to him because she just has like a really young brother and a dad. That's it. Who is he gonna date on her side of the family? It's only because he has a hot older brother. And of course, she has a crush on him. He can't just be an ugly older brother. He has to be smoking fucking hot. Because there has to be some sort of terrible tension in this film. And it's a rom-com. Minus the romance and the comedy. It's fucking terrible. I didn't I didn't laugh one time to this whole movie. This is supposed to be like a funny, haha, lighthearted little teenage rom-com. I didn't laugh one god fucking time. Like, at least in Vacation, there would be like one scene I thought was funny. This one, there's fucking nothing in this. There's not a single thing that is funny in this film. Not one goddamn scene or joke. Not one. Yeah, so they just treat each other like shit. Even though they act like they're best friends. Without, they've been best friends since birth. Yet, the way they act towards like minor like inconveniences to each other. Act, they make it so like, we can't be friends anymore. I messed you up one time. And now we can't be friends anymore. This is stupid. They're supposed to be like almost adults. Yet, they treat their friendship like they're in third grade, where like if you didn't give Tyler a cookie when you gave like Jessica a cookie, you can't be friends with Tyler anymore because you didn't give him a cookie. That's the level of stupid shit in this movie for why they don't want to like they end up being friends at the end of the movie anyway, because of course they do. Why do anything nuanced or original with this fucking franchise uh, or genre, I should say? It also, so one of the big reasons why this movie makes me so mad, it also continues to push this idea that if you're a nice enough girl, then you can tame the angry beast that is the edgy, cool, tough douchebag. <sighs> What's the attraction to the older brother? I'm trying to remember the older brother's name. Noah. Noah is Lee's older brother, the best friend to Shelly. What was her attraction to this guy? This guy... So let me give you some of his great, attractive attributes. He told every guy at the high school that if he if they asked her out, he'd kick their ass. Here's another one for you. They're at a party together, and someone is just a little too, like... A little too... Making way too much advances at Shelly and she wants nothing to do with it but he hasn't caught you know he hasn't, he hasn't caught you know, the, the hint yet that you need to cut the shit instead he fucking spears him 
And then when L's like, oh my god, I don't this guy's fucking crazy and he's just attacking people. Better get out of here. He chases her up to the car and says and just keeps screaming, get in the car. And then on the third time he has to repeat himself, he slams his hand on the on the hood of the car, scares her after he just attacks somebody randomly, my I add, and tells her to get in the car in the most aggressive, I'm gonna kick your ass tone. And then because he says Please, at the end of it, it's okay. What drives me really crazy about that is that right afterwards, they fuck. They have sex at the Hollywood, under the Hollywood sign, which you can't even get to, by the way. Those are some of the great attributes. He's controlling the whole time. He's extremely violent and explosive throughout the whole story. Like... When they do, they have like a little recap throughout like their childhood and how they've been friends for so long. And through the whole thing, it's just him beating up kids, even to their adults. This, and like all the explanation, like, so, okay, he has anger problems. I get it. I had anger. I, I've, I'm an angry duck. Okay. I used to be really angry for a long time. Tended counseling and realized he can't fucking act like that. It'd be a functional adult and be some crazy wild animal. And no, no amount of vagina is going to change that. You need to make that decision. That is not something that just because I'm in love, it can be a motivation to make you want to change yourself. But the idea, I don't, I don't know who's listening to this, but ladies, if you're at that age or whatever age you're at and you think you can change someone like this, you can't. It's entirely up to the individual. I, he just, he, yeah, they just played off. He's like, so she flat asked him, like, hey, why such a violent asshole? And he's just like, I don't know. I guess I was just wired that way. My parents took me to see a couple counselors, but I just, I just can't seem to stop. And she's like, oh, well, that needs to stop. And he's like, of course I will. And she's like, well, what's the difference between, like, last night when you speared the dude and then, you know, I rewarded you with Vagena? And he goes, oh, the difference is you. Well, the difference was already there, they're fucking dipshit. You were present for this. He's lying. I, I just can't get over how stupid this makes women look. I'm not a feminist, but I do get annoyed by how oddly enough it's usually always in these movies and it's for some reason like I understand there's like some sort of fantasy about the mysterious tough guy I get it but if you if you use that you should use it in an unrealistic setting that way you know the expectations are unrealistic this one tries to pit it like it's could happen it's not an unrealistic fucking setting it's in high school, and he's fucking hot. The whole like he's just hot. Like, I'm a, I don't fucking care. The actor that plays the brother is hot. He's just got cum gutters and everything. And he get it, okay? He's hot, but no matter how hot you are, you don't you don't have what it takes to you know excuse being an abusive asshole and controlling a girl because you know you like her, which he claims is love. 
but to me, I'm just like, it just is like a big example of like, I hate you because I love you. That's, that's what it feels like to me when I watch this. And I fucking, it makes me angry. I hate that Netflix is, is marketing this as like aimed at young teenagers or any, any sort of teenager. This is not a good message to send to women in the slightest bit. And you know what? Fine. Make your story, write your book. I don't care. I'm not going to censor you. But I'm still going to say, you're, this is a fucking stupid-ass story. <sighs> Everyone is terrible in this film. There's not, there isn't any good performances to be seen. My least favorite performance of this movie is the OMG Girls, which in case you didn't know, every single one of these fucking movies needs some sort of Diet Coke Mean, mean Girl group. So I actually I will say, even though I haven't I haven't reviewed the film, which I probably will one day, I actually do enjoy the movie Mean Girls. And ever since that movie came out, everyone has to just try and we work rework that magic that you got. So in this one, it's the OMG girls, and they got the acronym because they all like every one of them. It's like Olivia, Mia, and I don't remember the girl that was named uh, the G name, but yeah, it's just their names. What, the first letter make OMG, and guess what they say? Oh my God! Did you believe that? Did you believe that the OMG girls say OMG? Isn't that clever, funny writing? It's great. I don't know. Watching this movie just hurts my soul. Also, what does the death? of her mother have to do with the story. So the main character, in the first, like, ten minutes of the film, it's described to her that her mother's dead. She dies of chick cancer. The reason why I say chick cancer is because only women seem to die of this mysterious illness in these movies. And they never say what it is. It's just she's she's sick and she's dying. So, chick cancer. It's the same... Yeah, it's... I mean, I'm, the, I'm not the only one who's picked up on this. Family Guy made the joke about chick cancer. That's what it is. It's chick cancer. Her mom got chick cancer, and she died. But it plays not, no, no weight on the story. Her, the death of her mother does nothing to the story. Not a single story beat involves the death of her mom, except for the fact that the mother of the boy she likes and the best friend was best friends with her. There's nothing... Nothing about her mother that, that changes this film. You could remove that whole little subplot and nothing in this movie would change. It, is it supposed to make sympathy for the character? Like, because is that why she makes all these terrible and obnoxious and horrible decisions? I don't understand. Why is it in the film? It plays no part. This is, uh, by the way, this movie is only like an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes. And it was the longest hour and a half in my life. And I I want them to cut that out of the film. I want them to take like, I want like 10, 15 minutes of my life back. They, they need to cut that shit down. It's, it's just stupid. This, this, this is what this movie's full of. It's full of stupid little subplots that lead to nowhere. They make no fucking sense for the story. And by the way, the kissing booth, the titular kissing booth of this movie doesn't show up. Until like 50 minutes into the film. The movie's only an hour and a half. And the kissing booth only takes like maybe 10 minutes. No, not even 10 minutes. Like 5, 7 minutes of the film. 
and everyone just like they they all talk about all the amazing memories they made that year because of course the end of the film ends with prom and the end of the year but the all these memories that they talk about were in like the one like couple weeks that the movie takes place in you're telling me everything exciting happened with the kissing booth nothing else happened that year everyone just loved the kissing booth Listen, I've been at schools. I've been to events with kissing booths. No one gives a fuck about a kissing booth that much. No one. Okay? Unless, like, someone like Amelia Clark, Scarlett Johansson, Henry Cavill, or, like, Jason Momoa are at a kissing booth. Nobody cares. Nobody cares at all. It's stupid. You could have just removed the kissing booth. I understand that's what... It, I, I will say at least the kissing booth has somewhat to do with the story because that's how she ends up kissing the older brother. But it's just fucking stupid. Who came up with that? There could have been way. There could have been a whole bunch of other ways to go about this. I, I, I feel dumber after watching this film. Like I don't know. I just I could feel brain cells just dropping off. Watching this whole thing, I, I literally would. It, it literally made me cringe. Like I didn't ever really cringe at films, but this one like had me hard cringing. Like I had to like slam a pillow in my face a couple times watching this because I couldn't believe the level of stupid that I was consuming. There's nothing original about this story. It takes the worst plot ideas and romance stere- stereotypes from all the terrible teenage rom-coms you've ever seen and one huge turd ball there's nothing redeeming about this film it's terrible and you know what if you like it whatever okay i there's some terrible movies i like i like the movie the room and that's one of the worst movies ever but it's so good it's so bad it's good it, okay you can like this movie you want i fucking hate this film I know I've been cursing a lot, but it's because this, it's how it's how much emotion this movie has stirred in me. I don't usually get this emotional, like towards films. Like I, I don't usually let films bother me this much, but I feel like this one wasted so much of my time because of how long the movie felt and how stupid of a premise and how toxic. This idea of how relationships should work made me lose my mind while watching this film. So I'm going to tell you, do not watch this film. Um, If you want to watch a movie that's so completely stupid that you just want to laugh at it. If you were like maybe drunk with like a group of friends and you wanted to laugh at a movie. Maybe, maybe, a very hard maybe could you find some sort of enjoyment from this film. But I, I never want to watch it again. I never want to watch this movie again, and I probably, and I, I definitely never will. I don't want to ever watch it. So I'm gonna give this movie, uh, probably not very surprising to anyone that's listened and got this far. It's a one out of ten. This is right now the worst film I've ever reviewed. I hate this film. It's terrible. Well, I hope you got through this episode. Um, 
Sorry I had to hear me, uh, hear me rant for so long, but I appreciate it if you did get this far. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, if you haven't already, I have, I think, 28 other episodes to listen to if you want to listen to something a little less ranty. Uh, but yeah, I hope you have a good day. And you tell that motherfucker, I appreciate him. <laughs>